Ladies and gentlemen, on today's episode of No Days Off, we are going over why aren't you improving in CrossFit and some things in the Southwest Florida CrossFit area. This is like the first time I brought a chain. This is like when I was sane before the fame. Oh, oh, this life is crazy. This is like another thing I can't explain. This is like the summer flame that got away. I won't let another angel go to waste. Oh, oh, this life is crazy. Oh, vivid is bad where I'm laying my head. Devil on my back, so I sleep on my chest. That post Malone fire. I enjoyed it during Barbell Club today. Did you notice that? I did. I forget what song I started with. I'm like, you know what? After this, we're going Post Malone. And then it's just like, you know. Hey. Oh, dude, I almost forgot. Happy Saturday, everybody. Happy Saturday. Depending on what day you're listening to this, if you're not subscribed, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to thy podcasts. It's Zach and Jake. Dialic. Hello, We are back again after an amazing week. Hope everybody had a good week as well. Mm-hmm. Watch a little bit of Bills preseason football. Bills are great too. Dominant Bills against Von Miller's former team, the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Man, that Josh Allen Gabe Davis connection is going to be good. Incredible, dude. But Gabe Davis, UCF graduate. That's why I tell Rainy's guy like the Bills because they got a UCF graduate graduate on there. Graduate. Who's crushing it? Graduate. Have you ever picked up Gabe Davis in any of your mocks? No. Mm. I haven't. He hasn't fallen in the range that I'm at, so I hope he. I hope he does in a certain week and in a certain two weeks. I hope he does. But. Coming up, there's so much coming up, dude. And one of those things that's coming up is um, kegs and kilos that CrossFit two three nine hosts, guys. This is one of the best competitions, or at least in my opinion, one of the most fun competitions um, in the area for local competitions. Serena does an amazing job. We talk about him on every podcast lately, like. And it's no joke. The programming is legit. It's challenging. Jake and I have done it every year since we've moved down here. Maybe not the first year we moved down here. Actually, maybe I don't even know. First. Maybe it wasn't the first year. But after that, after they changed their locations, um, we did it every year. Um, challenging, man. Last yeah. year, we we, had, we took our worst finish. We finished 4th, 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 11th. Something like that. Something like that. So always one spot away from the podium until last year. We got our asses handed to us. Tough. On dumbbell bench press. We're not the we don't have the best bench pressing jeans in the world. And by no. jeans I mean denims, but denims. beyond that. Yeah. Cut jeans. Hollister. Saturday, October twenty second, mark your calendar tends to signify the start of the local competition season down here, which is always cool. And then there's Big others time. that follow. I th- I see that um Reindeer Games was announced for, for December. December tenth. Which was cool. Put on the old calendar already. I agree. I like the um, I like Reindeer Games because it's completely free. They just need you to donate a toy, and that's your entry fee. It's male female partners. Mm-hmm. There's a scale in an RX division. Um, kegs and kilos. There's an RX intermediate and a scale division, which is also very cool, depending on what your ability level is. As we look at the standards. Oh yes. For kegs and kilos, the RX division always up. legit, man. Deadlifts. The working weight should be 225, 185. Clean and jerk, 155, 105. Snatch, 135, 95. Overhead squat, 135, 95. Front squat, 155, 125. Wall balls, 30, 20. Box jumps, 30, 24. Kettlebell swings, 70 and 53. Um, double under, toe to bar, pull up, chest to bar, muscle up. Deficit handstand, push up, legless rope climb, 70 and 50 pound dumbbells. Mm. Which out of those standards that I just said scares you? I can't pull it up. Can you tell me what scares you? Pass me your phone for a second. No, yeah, that's no problem. It's it's not on their CrossFit 239 page. It's on their Kegs and Kilos oh, page. Oh, sorry. No, I'm that's idiot. okay, brother. Um, I would say um, just after... They always after, list the, the female standards. For, for me, sure. there's two. After last year on the dumbbell bench, um, the 70-pound dumbbells. But if it's any other movement besides dumbbell bench, um, I'm not worried about 70-pound dumbbells at all anymore. Um, and the legless rope climb, for me, it's just challenging. Muscle-ups, not anymore been working those pretty pretty well we've been working the 30 pound wall balls too 30 pound wall balls i mean that, that was our best finish last year when when it was a whatever it was it was 100 pound it was 100 wall balls excuse me at 30 pounds into a max distance sled push i think we took like third in that event yeah um but that was our that was our best finish no barbell in sight so obviously we enjoyed the suffering part of it but the other two workouts especially the dumbbell bench i think we took second last on we actually did pretty well on the, uh, it was like a 
power clean front squat shouldered overhead. Yeah. And was legless that rope climb? Legless rope climb. Complex? That was that was a tough one. And we actually did okay. I want to say we took like middle of the road on that, like eighth. Mm-hmm. Eighth or ninth, maybe on that, which I was happy about. I thought we were going to be really low on that as well. Not that we're weak, but like some of these guys in the RX division, man, last year was impressive. Yeah, it was impressive, and it makes you think. Like I was watching, um, and if you didn't see this, it's okay. I was watching this documentary that the Buttery Bros posted. Not a huge fan of those guys, especially Heber Cannon. I've said it before; they're weird. I fast forward through all their dumb shit that they do in their videos. So, so I can watch all the CrossFit that they do. But they weren't in there. Um, I think Heber was in there for like 30 seconds. And I fast forward. I was like clicking the arrow to move. Just fast forwarding. As <laughs> soon as I heard his voice, next, 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 next. <laughs> but it was about Chandler Smith. Okay, yes. The CrossFitter. They were doing a documentary because they wanted to follow him as he led up to the games. Because the expectation was he was supposed to do amazing. He did great in the open. Yes. He was first out of the quarterfinals. Um, in it, at the Granite Games mm-hmm. where he went and he ended up finishing in 11th. The name of the video is very fitting because we talked about this last year with each other a lot after Kegs and Kilos. The title of the video is In the Arena. Mm. The quote they were talking about a ton was Teddy Roosevelt's oh, yeah, that's The a Man in the Arena. Quote. And that's just what we always think about when we compete and stuff like that is you just have to be willing to put yourself out there and risk that that opportunity of, hey, you could embarrass yourself. You know, you can have the expectations like, oh, that's my coach over there. He's getting his ass kicked. You know, Chandler Smith, somebody who's projected to be a perennial CrossFit Games competitor, doesn't make the games. Mm-hmm. And he was like in the video in the beginning of the video, like, I don't know if you'll be able to use any of this because like I look like a laughable loser right now and. People want to see somebody who's going to perform and make it to the games. And he was having like asthma attacks and he just did not perform to his, to, as he said, his fullest abilities. And it was upsetting. He's a good dude. He's a really good dude. If you, if you guys ever want to check out that video, you can just go on YouTube, search buttery bros. It's probably their most recent one um, released super good video about Chandler Smith guys. So check that out. He's a really good dude, really good crossfitter. But that's kind of what we pull from too as well. Like, and also search online, the man, in, it's called the man in the arena quote. Teddy it's, Roosevelt. It's And to what Zach's saying, it's such a good quote for anyone trying to do something tough. It's a t- something hard. Because it's about like, hey, you can't be afraid of what people think when you put yourself out there for something, Bingo. no matter what it is. Because ultimately, you're the one who's putting yourself out there. And they're on the sidelines, not putting themselves out there, not risking getting yep. better or failing or whatever. And we know that, you know, anytime you do something, you know, you may not succeed. You may fail and may fail again and again, but that's how you grow and keep getting better. And, and that's okay. Right. I agree with you, man. And a good community and good coaches recognize that. And they take the, the long road, right. The, the marathon approach where every time you do it, you're getting better and better and the grass keeps growing. And we had people talk shit about our dumbbell bench press. Rightfully oh, yeah, so, it was dude. Like, Rightfully so. And I mean... 70 pound and eat hand dumbbell bench press. We, we did our best, man. And I, I felt like we performed better than... Dude, come. we couldn't even get them off our chest when we first were practicing them. So oh, yeah. it's like, we, we did pretty well for ourselves. But we're not the bench press, the best bench like pressers. Like Jake said, it's, it's outstanding. I'm going to say it more, more my tone. What Jake was just saying about like people talking shit. It's easy to talk shit from the sidelines. It's mm-hmm. always easy to talk shit from the sidelines. If you're comfortable in your gym, you don't want to put yourself out there. You go to another gym to compete or you don't because you're like, oh, no, I just I just like competing in our gym. That's fine. But understand like, hey, they oh, well, I, I don't like this rope to climb. This rope's too thick. Can I use that rope? No, that's that's your lane. You have to use that. Uh, I like the rogue Bella bars. Those are at my gym. Um, do you guys have those here? No, uh, those are actually from Dick Sporting Goods. They don't spin at all. So <laughs> understand just. That's going to be what you're using. Uh, do you guys have spiel bars? Uh, we have spiel bars at our gym. Why don't you guys have those? Uh, this isn't your gym. That's why. So when we go out there, you just got to understand, dude, it's, it is what it is. You show up and you work with what you got. Yeah. And I think, I think that's the same. I don't know. It's probably the same with, with any sport, whether it's, you know, I, you know, immediately comes to mind like an MMA type situation or even like, you know, some of these rookies we'll see in a couple of weeks and you know, these freshmen in college with college football or the week after that, some of these rookies in the NFL, like, y- you just give it your best. 
Yeah. And that's a cool thing, putting yourself out there. Because then the part of that quote that's awesome is that that you live with, it's basically saying you don't have regrets. Agreed. Right? And no matter if you get bloodied or or you fail, like... You you, get last place, you get first place. You you live without regrets, and that's a good thing to kind of... Totally. Take a deep breath. And it sounds like there's a lot of guys, especially guys in the gym, it's going to be a bloodline dude fest over there. And that's not... That's not a bad thing. Like, I, I know Jordan and Dave want to do it together. Awesome. I think they're doing the intermediate. I think Carl and Chino, the rumor is Carl and Chino are thinking about doing it. Tuan and Chris Morassi are thinking about doing it. I know Liv's thinking about doing it. I know me and you are thinking about doing it. I'm sure potentially Dan, Dalton, Zeke, JD could all be in the equation as well. I just don't know about any women right now besides Liv. I know Liv's looking for a partner. and Just, I, I personally have been itching for a competition since... The Atlantic Coast Classic, so it's it's good. Yeah. And I want to I want to just specify, like, no one has to compete, right? You no, don't, you know, no, we, no, we never. That's we, not what I was trying we, to say. We never force that on anyone, but if you want to yeah. put yourself out there and be like, hey, it's I I like to think, and I've I've appreciated this more and more. It's good to do things that make you nervous sometimes. Oh, totally. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's good to step out of your comfort zone sometimes because it's just a good thing for life right it's just a good thing to challenge yourself sometimes yeah and kind of good you know tagging along with what jake just said we're never going to force anybody to compete you have to be realistic hey am i ready to compete are you somebody who's taking water breaks a ton during workouts do you know what the difference is between a snatch and a clean are you still kind of working on your technique is your strength there Mm -hmm. uh what's your limiters and we're going to get to that a little bit later kind of like I led into the podcast, why are you not improving potentially in CrossFit? We're going to go over all that stuff. Sure. Um, but first, it's, I know- it's different competing. You have to have a mastery over the movements. And if you don't quite have a mastery over the movements, to some it's extent, tough. right? Yeah, it's tough. It's hard. Like if you can't cycle a barbell or cycle toes to bar or do double unders, if that's what the standards calls for, it's it's going to be challenging. So you want to have some level of... And that's what's cool, though. There is scaled, intermediate, sure. NRX. So you can kind of plug yourself into cool. where you think you'll be competitive. And that's what I love about CrossFit. You're going to have your strengths. You're going to have your weaknesses. And it's going to get exposed. That's what's great because it makes you work on it. When you get embarrassed like that, typically, in most cases, it makes you work on it. Yeah. When it comes to dumbbell bench, maybe not, though. We'll see. Um, but speaking of competing, man, I, I was um, I was watching the Southwest Florida Sharks, your former team, mm-hmm. a ton this weekend. Okay. Um, this past weekend. They had a doubleheader yeah. both against the Gainesville Wild. I believe it's the Gainesville Wild. Mm-hmm. Sounds and right. And the Tampa Bay Brigade, who I've just been like... Like, since you've been on the team, I'm like, man, I just want them to beat the shit out of this team. Just something about those guys. They're all probably, like, super cool people, but I just want every time you guys would go against them, I'm like, just beat them, please. The Tampa, the Tampa team in the grid league has always been, like, a perennial. In your conference. In our they con- have been prior- incredible. Powerhouse. The thing is, it's it's not that case anymore. It's it's that Gainesville team. Oh, yeah? They were incredible. And just for folks who don't know, this is the Florida grid league. Um, most of the time, their matches are posted are posted, they like live stream them, yeah. et cetera. There's a, like a Northern Conference and a Southern Conference. The local team for our area, the Southwest Florida Sharks, competes in the Northern Conference. I'm pretty sure I'm accurate on that. North, I, yeah. I, it should be East and West, I feel like. But I know it's the Southwest it Florida Sharks, South. but they compete in the Northern Conference. And yes. um, it's it's basically really high intense, I want to say like CrossFit style relay races. Is that like the simplest way to say it? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's a... It's a it's it's super fun to watch. Like yeah, if you've never fun. done it, I know it's tough because Jake's not competing anymore, so not everybody has an you know an immediate thing like, hey, oh, I gotta go see this. We used to all go up and see it because Jake was competing all the time, and now he's retired. You know, he's just getting older. He's gotta hang up those grips and got bum legs, dude. Hang up the grips, hang up the headband, and now it's time <laughs> to just let the young guns go in. What was weird. That's why we're doing these Saturday skill sessions. We're, we're Bingo, growing baby. everyone's skills. We're Bingo. growing everyone's skills. Our seven-week What was weird was when series. you guys were on the team, I felt like your men were so dominant on the Sharks. And and I'm not picking on the guys now. I just I feel like, or maybe it's just that the women on the Sharks are so freaking good, dude. Because the women were kicking ass in both matches against the Gainesville Wild and against the Tampa Bay Brigade. Um it was super impressive. The Gainesville Wild just, it, it was a close match. They just dominated the sprint relay. Um, they had some some big moments. And I feel like there were some little things the Sharks could have done yeah. against the Wild. Um, but it was impressive. When they played the, the brigade, when they raced the brigade, dude, it was awesome. The, the star of the show 
when they were going against the brigade was was Quentin. Oh, Quentin! Oh my God, Q was he was so good. And this guy Quentin for everybody is um he's a former male <laughs> gymnast. Let's just say oh yeah, this. Just, dude. Like Spark notes it. Former male gymnast. Like we're talking like gymnast legit stuff. and like, like AF like high rings and stuff like that. That actual like gymnastics gymnastics USA gymnastics like that kind of level. And he just destroys a lot of these. Just crushes a lot of these like. CrossFit gymnastics movements like muscle ups, like oh yeah, like back up rises, like backward roll of supports, like all the stuff that the, the new movements that they're doing, like toes to ring into a back up rise, like a new movements like that. It's just so impressive. crazy stuff that it's a blessing to have a guy like that on your team. Oh shit, yeah, because he can just crush that stuff and it forces it. Honestly, let someone like me off the hook for learning like that back up rise stuff, the back row sports because we had him and it'd be like whenever that was in there. And that's there, what like, it was. I mean, like against the brigade and kudos to to Mather who just is continuing to just crank out some awesome races to watch. And I always yeah. watch when the sharks go live and at least I try to depending on what the day is looking like. And dude, he was killing it. They just had a bunch of different like forward roll to dip, almost like forward roll to support. I'm like, I'm like rings that we do a ring support on. It wasn't even high rings. Okay. It was like a forward roll to support forward roll. It was, it was, it was fucking awesome. And he just smashed like, I don't even know how many. And he was doing those, like you said, toe to ring into a backup rise. His butterfly muscle ups were incredible. I mean, he was just, he was super impressive and it it was just super cool to watch because they, I mean, they went in against the brigade, like to the sprint relay. I think the score was like 14 or 15 to nine. Wow. Like the, the match was over. Yeah. And then I forget what it was that they had to do in the brigade. It, it was one thing and Quentin handled it as usual again, but dude, the, the brigade, I don't even know if they finished the sprint relay. Like it was, yeah. it was tough. It just dude, sucks that he's like, he's like a guy who you're so glad you have. And if oh, you yeah. don't have him, you're like, well, what are we going to do? No, you for know? sure. But you're right. I mean, you said it, you said it in your kind of initial comments that, Little mistakes make a big difference. It's too fast. It's, it's, you can't fuck up. It's so true. Like if there are any little mistakes that happen amidst a race and a match is composed of like nine different races, it it just you you shoot yourself in the foot for the ma- for the for the races and for the match and it 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 totally. force causes you to lose against the other team you're facing in that and it sucks. particular race. Because I'm like, they posted. I didn't know uh, they had the double header. And then, like, the next day, Nick or the Sharks or somebody posted, like, oh, our season's over. I'm like, what? Like, you guys have, like, four matches, three matches. Yeah. And it's just, like, shit, man. Because I know Nick, like, he dedicates a the, ton of Nick time Nick dedicates to this. a ton of time. Ton and they, of time. they all do, too. I don't Oh, wanna, no, dude. I'm not acting they, like they, they have to with practices either. and stuff. But I, I know that's, that's no a doubt. big part of Nick's life and a big passion of his. So it's just, like, shit, man. So it's. I just want, I want him to. I mean, the I don't know if. I don't know. I, I think the programming does matter per race. Like, if it was against the Wild, would they have done that same thing that they did to the Brigade to the Gainesville Wild? I don't know. That's dude. what I, I wonder. I think the programming does matter, but I, I, I th- think it's dude, the I little th- mistakes. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, just because, just because as it was a close, there, it was like, a close match against the Gainesville Wild. The dude, little mistakes, was. dude. Little transition errors and stuff makes such a big difference. And I don't know. I think that. So I would have to assume it's the Orlando Aces against the Gainesville Wild in the Northern Conference Championship. I would have to assume that mm. um, just the way things were shaken out, I assume. But no, I, don't I, I mean, I am, I am, I am sorry to, see that, to hear that their season is over because I know a lot of those guys put in the work and the time. Yeah, dude. Because, you know, it takes time to, there's some fu- there's to some go up good to Tampa rookies and, on that team, dude. and all that stuff. So There's some good rookies. One thing I noticed, um, there was this girl on the, uh, on the Sharks. Her name, I believe her name's Sedona. Um, she used to go to CrossFit Salvation. She actually came to our gym before Thunderdome happened to to do like a practice run. This was when she was like still a scaled athlete. Now she's on the fucking Sharks. It was really nice. cool. She was going against that girl on the brigade who does the super fast burpees. Mm-hmm. She's a Bills fan. I think her name's Jess Kresmian or something like that. Because I wore a Bills shirt one time and she was talking to me. She's a huge Bills okay, fan. Okay, okay. She's really cool. But she does super fast fucking burpees. And Sedona was beating her. Mm. But the problem was she fucked up and went down for an extra burpee. Ah. And she was done and should have just sprinted through the ah, line. Ah, yes, yes, And yes. it was fu- it was like a one-on-one. I, it's I don't, that, the ringer point, I think they call it's it. It's that Dan Carrillo stuff, dude. Got to keep yes. track of your burpees, dude. Got to keep track of your burpees. I remember when that happened with Dan in, in the uh, grid six stuff. Oh, my God, dude. But that's what happened. Like, she, she probably should have won that. 
but she went down for an extra yes. burpee and it was like fuck dude, dude. Little, little stuff like that i'm telling oh you dude, my god little little mental i was like errors. dude she's fucking beating her she's gonna beat her she's gonna be and then i'm like oh fuck. the difference between wins and losses and that stuff i mean they yeah. ended up winning that that match so it doesn't doesn't really matter but yeah i just want to touch on that like congrats to those guys for i, I love watching it dude i just love crossfit and grid grid encompasses a lot of that stuff so congrats to those guys Mather, congrats on another season man what so, where do you think the grid league like how do you think the grid league keeps progressing developing because they seem to do to do more each year and it gets cooler dude, and like what do you think continues one thing to happen? I notice is really interesting to me and mather has been on this podcast before have, have we interviewed mather oh yeah, yeah we interviewed Mather. oh yeah right? dude Oh yeah, we remember did. back in the day for that was the um, best. We were like skyping in. Yeah, that was phenomenal. Google, it was Google or something. Oh, we couldn't work it for like the first twenty minutes yeah, it was too. That was, but it, anyways, was it worked at the end. Yeah, that's besides the point. <laughs> we but, got um, it to work. It's amazing to see really like high level grid athletes like switching teams a lot. Like mm-hmm. I noticed they're going from like Miami to this and free this agency, this. dude. It's free crazy, agency, bro. it is, dude. But for real, for real, I don't know if they just are are changing teams or losing teams, um, or people just don't want to do it anymore, and so they're going to this. But man, it's impressive to see people joining different teams because it, especially that Southern Conference, it's changing a ton of like yeah, power dynamics I th- I think over there. I think it's different stuff, right? I, I don't know if the Miami Freaks are a team. I anymore. think part of it too would be. I think part of it too would be they see different playing time opportunities. True. Because sometimes yes. on a stacked team like Tampa, like even a really good male or female may not get the time they think they could get if they go to another team. Because everybody's good. Because everyone's team. good, and you know these teams are composed of, you know, specialists, right? Strength. Yeah body weight, gymnastics, and like, you know, utility players that can do both really, really well. And so these are kind of like, it's, it's really high level stuff. And you're, you're kind of a master of your trade when you're in on a movement. Yeah. I love that. Um, let's take it to the big point of the podcast. Now Um, we're going to move away from the grid talk. We're going to move into kind of why a lot of people came. Um, why are you not improving at CrossFit? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's and there's different avenues that you can take with this, kind of from like a competitive side. Like, why am I not improving from a competitive athlete side? And why am I not um, improving from like I I don't even want to say a beginner side because that's not fair. But let's say somebody who wants to to change their aesthetic appearance. Yeah, why you're not achieving your goals? Why am I not achieving my goals? I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm gonna lead into that. And I might steal a little of your thunder. I'll give you a chance to think of, no, go ahead. of a couple of things. But it kind of goes back to our on-ramp four pillars. Yeah, 100%. Four pillars of fitness. And those four are consistency, nutrition, um, mechanics, and intensity. A little bit out of order from what I normally do. It usually goes consistency, mechanics, intensity, nutrition. Let's yep, go that that's order. That's what there. I do too. Um, so consistency. Just how much, how much time are you putting into the gym? You know, not even from a fact of, hey, I show up multiple times a day. Well, I'm not talking about you then. How many days a week do you come? Are you coming three days a week? Because that's what our beginners come. And some beginners come four times a week because they do the optional free trial class every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. So you got to think, how many times am I coming to the gym? Now, obviously, your work-life balance is very important. But you got to understand if you're like questioning, why am I not seeing improvement from a performance or from an aesthetic physical appearance thought process consistency is a huge thing jake and i say it all the time just show up just walk through the door you will immediately feel better about your life no matter what kind of day you had no matter if work was good or bad no matter if family life is going great or not so hot dude come into the gym you will feel better regardless when we talk about mechanics we're talking about hey just the ability to move in crossfit we do a beginner's program for a reason guys if you're not moving well, Jake and I do our best to try and correct things. And I know everybody's not going to be perfect. And other people in the gym have to understand that too. Like, As a business owner, as a gym owner, every person is not going to be the best power snatcher fresh out of on-ramp. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we're trying to get Jake's, Jake's quote that he always says is 1% better every day. And that's the thought. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mechanics are going to come, but safety is huge. So that's why we go over mechanics so hard and we try and always brief and people get pissed and roll their eyes when we stop them in the middle of the workout because they're competitive and they want to beat the person next to them. But dude, this affects your your life, not only in the gym, but outside the gym. You have to stay safe. Yeah. And then when we think about intensity, how hard are you working when you're here? I've had a couple times lately that I just have to say, hey, just work hard. 
you're here, just work hard now, you know, to certain people. And it sucks that I have to say that because you're paying how much to come here. Like, I, I think that should be ingrained. And it's not like a ton of people I'm saying that to. It's like one hand, one finger. Um, just understand that you have to work hard. So please make sure you're pushing that. It's really just one person that I said that to this week, if I'm being honest with you guys. That's why I said one finger. I'm not talking about anything other than that. But please, just push yourself when you're at the gym. That's how you see results as well. Intensity will yield results for quite a bit. And then nutrition, it's simple. Clean up your diet, especially as a beginner. Don't worry about weighing or measuring right from the get-go. Clean up your diet. Change simple things. Like how, how often am I eating out? How often are you going out and drinking? What is your sleep like? What is your what is your life like when you are at home? Are you just sitting on the couch? Are you active? Are you outside playing with your kids? Are you going on walks? Simple things like that, guys, mm -hmm. are mm -hmm. really beneficial to thinking like, how am I going to improve? How do I see this improvement? Why is this guy that I did on-ramp with, how has he lost 100 pounds? What about this girl over here, man? She just got her first muscle up. How'd she do that? What the hell? Yeah. So I'll kind of let you go a little further on that. No, I mean, I think you covered everything. When I, when I say, when we brief our on-ramps every month, the one thing that I emphasize, if there's nothing else that they take away at, this is graduation day, their last day, we, we talk about next steps. They're going to be starting you know, tomorrow, the next day, officially as normal athletes. We say, hey, it, I say, hey, if, if there's one thing you take away, it's you just have to show up because everything else will follow suit. Like everything else that I brief and talk about will follow suit. Yeah. We will, we will hone the intensity, we will hone the technique. We will, we will, you know, monitor your nutrition every day we check in, et cetera, but you just have to show up. And I think it's, it's, it's interesting. Cause you know, I, I, I hear a lot of the quotes and stuff on Instagram, but, um, you know, sometimes like these Joe Rogan quotes, you've seen the reels where the Joe Rogan quotes, like you're not going to feel a hundred percent motivated every day. Some days you may, but no matter what, you have to have that consistency to just show up. For sure. Right? Like, you're not going to feel, like, it's the, the one reel I see it as I scroll through these videos is him saying that, like, oh, you know, some days you're not going to feel 100%. Most days you're not 90% days, but you just got to show up no matter what. You got to show up through it. And that's, that's right. You got to be consistent because it's cool to, like, start your fitness journey or, you know, benchmark where you're at right now and think, hey, imagine myself six months from now if I show up every day. Imagine myself a year from now looking back what I'll be like if I come every day. Imagine myself, you know, a year and a half, two. What, what will I be like? Who will I be like? What will my body be like? What the skills will I have? And I think that's a really cool thing to think to yourself, hey, you know, I'm starting something. I'm in the midst of something. What if I keep trudging through and stay consistent? How will I be when I look back a year from now? And I think that Hell yeah. that's motivating, right? Very. I feel like that's a really motivating Very. thing. Very. And, and, you know, some people at home or wherever you listen to this in the car, I don't know, might be thinking to themselves like, oh, it's easy for these guys to say. Like, they own the gym. It's easy for them. They have to go to the gym. Dude, if I was paying $125, $139, mm -hmm. we we did that. Like, we, were, we haven't just only been coaches, <clears throat> like, right from the beginning in CrossFit. Dude, we were paying members of gyms, yep. of multiple gyms. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just like, oh, it's easy for them to say. No, no, we did it. Like, we did it. When you're paying that much money, like, I, and just off the top of my head, I think of Jose and Nancy. Dude, they come like twice a day, like almost every day. Yeah. And they and bring the kids with them. Yeah. And they bring their kids with them and they're not making excuses and they're showing up and they're working. Yep. And they're freaking crushing it. And they're, and they're progressing. So, I mean, just in a short time, they're progressing. So oh, yeah. In months, they've, they've just been... And I know there's other people, other people that do it, do it, but Jose and Nancy just stick out at the top of my head because I see them every day. Yeah. I see both and, of them every day. The one you know? thing I'm just going to briefly, briefly say is that one of the reasons why I started my personal like jujitsu MMA journey last, since last year and last November was for this exact point, for the comments we make to on-ramp that you just have to show up, yeah. for the comments we make in class that you just have to show up, that you'll get better. When you think about a year from now, six months from now, what will you look like? And I pay, I pay the membership at the, at the gym, at the gym major. I pay him every month. I pay him. And so much, I, I put out, you pay? it's 140 each month. And there are some days where I'm like, dude, I don't want to go. And it's different. This is a, we're talking about a combat, combat sport, sport here. Yeah. So it's different. You know, you're going to get your ass you know, kicked, but especially when, I, when you're new, like, like me, but 
I, I just I qualify it. Literally, you know? literally, I say to myself, dude, I told you this before. I say, just show up, just get in the door, just get in the door, just get in the door, just get your shoes on, just get in the door, just take your socks off, get your sandals on, walk in there, just walk in there, just get in the car, just get out of the car. I, dude, <laughs> I say this on repeat as soon as I pull in. Just get in there, 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 just get in. And then once I get in there, you know, everyone's well, blah, 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 you start and you just get going. And I know that. And that's why I tell these guys, just walk in the door. For for ramp for, for our athletes, just walk in the door. That's the same thing for me. I'm saying, just get in there, just get in there, just get in there just get in there and i it it works and you think to yourself hey i try to be consistent because that's what we coach you know at our gym and that's what i believe in will yield results when i look back a year from now or whatever that that benchmark is and we'll get to the athlete side of this in a second but you know what i was thinking the other day kind of just going on that what's really weird to think about you know how the gym just feels like home like yeah like we don't feel weird being there and, and it's, I know this is a weird topic to bring up, but do you remember going to CrossFit gyms like in the beginning and you're like, like you would walk through the door and be like nervous and be like, oh man, like, fuck, it feels weird being here. I, I don't know about you, but I always felt that like, I don't know. Cause I, I went to a gym initially CrossFit Buffalo that nobody talked to each other. There'd and be I feel f- bad you had that experience. Initially. It sucked, man. It sucked. And, and there was a lot of good athletes there, which is fucking crazy, but they were working on their own and doing their own shit. But um, I would be there and there'd be like 10 people just standing around with their arms crossed, not talking to each other. Yeah. You know? See, see that sucks. So, and like, like two of them would be talking to each other and then like, Haha, yeah, okay, see ya. I remember when I started in Detroit and it's, it's a shame you had that. I felt like I could have had that, but the community was so friggin' cool. Yeah, it wasn't. And it was like, it took all the kind of anxiety out of it because you wanted to go to train, but you also wanted to go because you know, your buddies were there. And for totally. me, I, whenever I'd move to a new state or move for a new job back in the day when I was in corporate, the first thing I would do like would be where's the CrossFit gym. And I would plan my apartment out where <laughs> I would live based on where the CrossFit gym was that I wanted to, that's how I would do it. I would move to a new, I'd be like, all right, where's the CrossFit gym? Okay, there it is. I stopped in. This is the, my gym. Now where's the apartment that works closest to this. That was also, you know, appropriate for my work. And that's how I'd plan it out. And I've been fortunate where I've that anxiety has been less because the people are so cool. Yeah, that's fair. And I think that's what our gym is. Like, you know, yeah. we, our our people are awesome. Like the other day, Nick Boss started a random conversation with Lonnie, one of our new on-rampers, just out of blue. Like, hey, I'm Nick. You know, you look new. Like, what's up? And they had like conversation. They were cheering each other on during- Nick Boss is the man. During the workout and stuff. And it was just, you know, our people are like that. And, you know, we announced the new faces and new Always. on-rampers when they graduate. We wanted to feel like a family. We man. try and welcome drop-ins like you did today with with one of the women who were dropping in. and Sarah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, we could talk about this for another 20 minutes, but we won't. But let but, me just ask you this last, last question. Please. And I know you're going to have a good answer for it, but sometimes we do get the question of, well, coach, like, I feel different and my body's changed and I, my clothes feel different. I have more energy. I sleep better. I just, I'm different than I was three months ago. But what about the weight on the scale? Like, I'm so worried that it hasn't fluctuated yeah. much. Like, what do you say when, because I know what I say, but what do you say when you get those comments? Cause 100%. I, and typically that comes from women. And I'm just being honest. I'm not picking on you, ladies. If you're listening, like, oh, this guy. No, I'm. I'm just being honest. Women are the ones who say that typically. Um, I, I, and I respond to them. I think you're overemphasizing the scale. How often do you weigh yourself? Because typically the answer is like every day, and that's scary to think about. I tell them that hey, you need to start taking pride in your measurements more so than the number on the scale, like waist measurements. You know what I mean? I tell them to take pride in their before and after pictures. 100%. And the, the immediate example is Lourdes. And, I mean, you you were talking to her about like, hey, I feel like this and that. And dude, she just walked in the gym one day. I'm like, Lourdes, you look freaking amazing. You know what I mean? Like she's lost a ton of weight and she, she emphasized her before and after pictures. Like we were talking about that, you know, mm-hmm. with, with the little we could and and she got it. Like, she got it. She understood. And I think people need to realize that a little bit more. That it's not only like, hey, check your measurements, but how are you feeling as well? Like, are you like you can just tell, especially with women too, and some guys, they just look more confident. They act more confident. The way they carry themselves is totally different. Mm-hmm. And it's impressive. You know, like, you can see the definition on somebody's arms compared to when they first joined and they were just, you know, like, kind of like scrawny and skinny and stuff like that. It's, it's impressive. And I think people need to compliment each other a little bit more to their faces and not just to ours. Like, Oh my God, this, 
so-and-so looks amazing. Like Sham, he, he told me, um, Meg, um, Meg Johnson, mm-hmm. that she, he's, he's like, man, she looks like she's completely summed down. And he's like, why haven't I done that? And this and that. He goes, I think it's because of my nutrition. And it's good that he came to that conclusion on his own because we could have gone down the list. Well, how many times have you been here? How's your reading been? How hard have you been working, et cetera? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, don't be afraid to tell another person that. I know it's like weird, like a guy to girl. That can be weird unless Jake or I say it sometimes. But dude, I like never be weird about I that try and, kind of I stuff. try and say it and I need to be, that's one thing I need to even be better about because it's clear across the board in so many cases, but is mentioning, hey, you know, your sides, you look so much like your shoulders, like your arms, like totally. And, and I, I say very similar and that's, you know, that's why we love the transformation pictures. And we've had winners of our transformation challenge say, and you know, maybe better than I, cause my memory is not always the best. Like they may be lost whatever, five, 10 pounds, but their body on has the changed. Side, yeah. They've I dropped mean. pant sizes and shirt sizes and their blood pressure, resting heart rate, vitals, how the way they sleep, you know, how they perform in workouts when you benchmark one at the start of a training cycle versus the end, you know, how, how just the energy they have with their kids, all that stuff, the way that they move and they feel in the morning, get out of bed, like all that stuff is, is so much more than just looking at the scale as a simple measurement. And I think sometimes, like I was just talking to someone else, who was I talking to the other day? It, they were saying something about, oh, I know I was talking to, just for, I won't say the name, but they were saying that they went to the doctor's office and the doctor was like, looking at the scale and like, blah, 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 blah. Like you need to be down more. You're going to be working out more. And she was saying that she is. And the doctor's like, well, the weight on the scale. And it's just the point that sometimes I think. Fuck that doctor, dude. I, th- I think it's just, that's such an easy route out for some of these medical people. Just be like, well, the scale number. This when- dude, I got told I was <laughs> obese at my last doctor's appointment. They, they said my BMI is, uh, is of an obese and I got overcharged for that shit. Okay, so that stuff gets me fired up when doctors who are probably fucking completely out of shape themselves, like it. it uh, God, these pricks, man. It it just annoys the hell out of me, and I know I'm getting fired up right now, and I gotta relax. Yeah, I, I have the same notion, so. But it's just like, shut the fuck up, you dumbass. I don't give a fuck where you went to school. All right, I don't care how much you paid and how much debt you're in, and you think you can tell me because I weigh a little bit more that this and that. The BMI chart is fucking dumb. Okay. And I got overcharged because that she's like, well, you you would be listed as obese, but uh, looking at you, obviously you're not obese. Yeah, no shit. Thanks. Thanks. I know you got your glasses on and you had to put those on to see that. But fucking A, dude, you still overcharged me. And I got my money back after I had to go in there again to say that shit. Oh, okay. Gotta relax. But it's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what about all the other measurables? You think weight's just the only one? What about blood pressure? Blood pressure can be a correlate as well. That's like not even fair. Because if I put you out in the field and I shoot at your feet, your blood pressure is going to go through the roof. I put you in front of a crowd of people, your blood pressure is going to go up. Like heart rate, same thing. These are all correlates, all right? You have to think like, oh, man, these guys just. Regardless. That's why I'm like, dude, I could be a fucking doctor in my sleep. You know, I could be a psychologist. I could do all this shit. And granted, I don't have the schooling and I'm not picking on the doctors who are doing good. Like Julia said this the other day. You can tell, Julia pryor She's she goes, you can tell who's in it for the fucking paycheck and who actually cares about doing it because she's going for mm-hmm. nursing the necessitous and the test, whatever the hell it is. The important one. Um, they're, all, <laughs> they're all important, sorry. <laughs> But I'm sorry. I'm just I'm going off the rails here. It's okay. I think let me. It just pisses me off to hear that shit. It's just I had to tell this athlete came to us like, dude, have you looked at your transformation pictures? Yeah. Because I see it in your shoulders and your sides that you are making progress just visually, and I'd love to see the comparison photos. I see you showing up every day, sweating out, working. I know because we check in every day what you had to eat that you're working on it, right? Yeah. And keep showing up, keep doing your thing, and keep keep going along because it's going to pay off. And I, I dislike the scale thing so much. Totally. And I think it's a, I think looking it's a cop at, out, it's a cop out for this using, we got to change the other variables, other variables is, is much better. Like we love the pictures. We love the measurements. We love the clothes, the, how you feel. Just we've had athletes who basically, I mean, I remember Mike Burgers. He wouldn't mind us sharing. Like before he started, he could not play move, with stuff. He could not play with his little kids. Yeah. He, he, he just, his body just couldn't, his body couldn't move. He didn't have the strength, the de- mobility to play with his kids. Yeah. And 
since training, obviously he went through a lot of transformation. Now he can crush it, and he he might be fitter than his than his teenage son. But um, uh, regard, I don't know, whatever. You know what I'm trying Seth's to say? Getting like, pretty it's, good. It changes. It changes your body. That's getting pretty good. And I think again, we say this like as a coaching input. It's easy for doctors to say, "Bum bum bum, get out of here. See you in see you in six months. See you in a year." I got to get to lunch. It's you have to invest in your health and realize that ultimately, like you have the power and it's in your responsibility to show up and get your work in every day. Totally. And to, to, to know that six months from now, check in on those pictures, check in on those measurements, check in on your weight. If you want to a year from now, check in on those pictures again, check in on a year, a year and a half from now. Keep doing it. Keep, cause it is a, it is a friggin' marathon dude. And you have to think you, this is, this is your life habit. This isn't like, that's the beautiful thing about fitness. It's, it's your, it's a life habit. It can't be like, Oh, well, I'm just going to work out for a year. And then like, I, you know, once I get to that point, I'll be pretty fit. And I'll just, I'll keep that. I'll keep that at the same, same level for the rest of my life. Like I'll wow. just be fit out whatever I get to like, that'll just be me for the rest of my life. Right. Dude. As soon as you stop working out, the line goes down, baby, you start trending down. If you're not training, like the line will just go down because you're just, your body is not like that. You need to train every day and invest in every day to keep that progression line going up whether it's at a 0.1% angle or a whatever angle it is. So the body just doesn't work like that where you get to a certain level and you keep that. You have to keep investing day after day, year over year, you know, decade after decade, and, and keep putting in that work to stay ahead of the, the population, ahead of the curve, and, and to stay healthy for your kids and your family, whatever else your goals are. I love that. Sorry, I ran on a little rant there too. Oh, it's good. I'm, dude, it's better than me cursing about doctors. That's nobody the, in the think, like, this is This is a life commitment. I don't mean to say it weird. Like, I don't mean like, whoa, what, that's pretty, what are you trying to get big on? No, it's just like, dude, if you don't invest in your fitness, it goes down. Like, it's not like, hey, I invest in the stock market and, or what I invest in gold and there's my gold and it's not going away because there's my gold. Like, as soon as you stop training for periods of time, like, you don't just keep the level you left off. Like, it goes down. Let's keep that thought, though. And let's move over to, because we've talked about just kind of aesthetics. We've talked about appearance. We've talked about that. But from a competitive athlete's angle, when we <laughs> totally like kind of flip this, what are your, like being a, a high-level CrossFitter, you had aspirations for for some some big things. You know, I'm not going to put all that stuff out there for yourself. Sure. When it comes comes to CrossFit and stuff like that, we had some, some big things happening um, before all that shift happened with Glassman getting firing and, or, you know, the realignments of, you know, yeah, just all that shit. So, um, what would you say? Like, I'm an athlete. I'm very good. Let's say I'm like top five in my gym in the open, but I, I gotta get better. Well, immediately, like, what do you, what is your thought process? When I, if I come to you, I'm your athlete. I gotta get better. Like I gotta beat, I gotta beat Kelly in the open next year. What are you saying to me? Mm. What, are you, what are you thinking? Not even like, what are you saying to me? What, what, do, what is your checklist? Like, what are you running through your head? Like, well, a couple of things. And I'd love to get your take on this too. Um, when you train, are you like going through hell? Okay. And I, I say that like, are you giving it the absolute most you can or you're dead afterward and you're on the floor? Okay. And... It is my perhaps sick notion, but I don't think so. It is my notion that if you give it all you have, like each workout, you increase your top end capacity. Okay. So that's one. Number it. two, what are you weak at? Okay. And yeah. are you putting in time to get better at those? Or are you, are you just hoping that you'll magically get better at those or that they don't show up or that they don't show up? Right. And we've talked about, are you showing it, staying consistent, right? Of course. And even something like, are you taking care of your body so that you can continue to train and be consistent? It may sound crazy, but like, are you putting in the mobility? Are you putting in the nutrition? Are you giving yourself enough rest? Are you getting enough sleep? All, all that stuff, you know, getting adjustments if needed. Um, that's it. And I think the last point I'd say is, are you challenging yourself to get to that next level? Like, are you setting up your gear next to someone who you want to, are you set up right next to them? Are you putting yourself out there for maybe a local competition that you're maybe a little nervous about? Are you coming in on Thursdays or staying in between classes on Saturdays and working on stuff? Are you 
are you putting that time like we we do different things throughout the year with whether it be little advanced clinics like we're doing now there's after training sessions after you know are you are you trying to get to that next level are you showing up for barbell club that kind of thing and when you continue to push the envelope in all those different ways you make those gains and again you talk about the saying we love is you get one percent better every day yes you can't think okay like i'm gonna do that and now i'm gonna hope you know next year i'm gonna be i'm gonna i'm gonna go to regionals next year then (laughs) Like maybe or whatever it's, you know what I'm talking about. Be realistic. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to our, like when we do goals, those are some big things that we talk about. You got to be realistic where you're at. Yep. And so I think that with those notions, that's immediately what I'd think about. What would you think about if you're someone who's, you know, the top looking to get to the next level? What what would you think? I mean, I think the goals is like, I'm not saying you missed this. I'm just saying one thing you didn't say is what are your goals? You know, what, what is, what is the end result you're looking for? Mm-hmm. You know, are you looking to just be really good in our gym or are you looking to take this to uh, the next level? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What is, what is your, what is your daily life like? Kind of going further on that, on that point. Are you working a full-time job? Are you in school? Do you have the ability to, to train more and put yourself in those positions more where we can modify the workout to find those weaknesses, et cetera? I think the biggest thing is you think about any competitive athlete who who you're a fan of at the top level of CrossFit, those guys attack their weaknesses like no other. Mm-hmm. And they still might be their weaknesses, which is crazy. You know what I mean? So it could be like I suck at handstand push-ups. Okay, well, why are you never here on handstand push-up day? Oh, I really hate deadlifts. Well, why did you skip deadlift day today? You know what I mean? Why weren't you here? Oh, well, it was deadlifts. Oh, it was running day. So I, I didn't think I should show up because I suck at running. Well, how the hell are you going to get better? I suck at running, dude. I suck at running too. And I, I show up and I do those workouts. Yeah. You know, and I put it in. Am I getting better? I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I don't feel like I am. But you know what? I'm, I'm friggin' doing it and I hate every second of it, but it makes me feel way better than sitting on the couch feeling like, like a soft person yeah you know like i i want to i want to feel that i want to feel flavio running by me like he ran by me so many times dude i love that i think i think i think even that notion like and you kind of nod your head at this like are you setting up next to someone who you want to be fuck yeah i think that's a really good thing like i remember katie king used to do that there was a time when she did that for for like weeks when we were trained when she came to the 9 30 class right next to me dude and i'd be like here we go let's rock katie and like, you know, I see it with other people and I, you know, don't be ashamed of that stuff. And it, there's a good way to be competitive and you can kind of joke and be like, hey, bub, like I'm coming, I'm coming for, for you. I'm coming I'm for coming you this for time. You like, today, here dude. we go. You ready to rock? You better bring and there's it. there's nothing insulting about that. That might make them feel like, well, F, oh, now shit, I got, now yeah, I got to bring fuck, it. Like, no, here we go. You know, like, no let's days do it. Off, yeah. And that gets them better, you know? Yeah. So, um, there's a way like the community can help make everyone else better too, you know? Yeah. And I, and you know, kind of the recovery aspect as well. Are you, are you working on mobility? You know, is mobility your biggest limiter? Like, you got to understand your limiters. When you look at a workout, um, let's let's think of a workout this week that we did. You know, let's take Friday. You know, rope climbs, mm-hmm. snatches, mm-hmm. burpees. You have a skill, body weight gymnastics movement. Mm-hmm. You have a weightlifting, moderate load movement to heavy load movement, depending on what you were using. Mm-hmm. And then you have burpees, which are just grunt work, like capacity but still a body weight gymnastics movement. All right. And I, I sometimes, I know it's a body weight movement. I, I still count that sometimes as monostructural as well. Okay. Um, you got to understand one minute time intervals. How hard were you going in those one minute intervals? 100%. You know, like what was your numbers? Like I was saying that I was saying numbers, like you should look to hit for a competitive guy or girl on rope climbs in a minute. You should be able to do three to four for, for, for a guy for guys, or girl. Oh, oh, for well, a girl, for a girl I'm saying yeah. for guys, it should be somewhere from, it, it, I said four to six cause I was being nice. It should be five to six. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Four, four on the low end. But I remember like on my first minute, the last time I did it, I did six rope climbs and I, I enjoy rope climbs. I'm a good rope climber. I'm not trying to toot my horn by saying that, but like with legs, I'm, I'm a very good rope climber. And so you got to think like, okay, put, put it out there. I want to be dead after that minute especially receiving a minute of rest. This goes back to what you're saying. Are you pushing yourself to that point you where you're like, fuck, to, I need rest. I need this minute, you know? 
and and I think that goes to it. But the, the biggest one for competitive athletes, you have to show up on the days that a movement comes up that you suck at. Like people are like, why is this person getting so good? Like I used to be better than them. I don't understand it. It's like, dude, they're always here. <laughs> what do you want me to say? They're always here. Dude, that goes to anything, any sport, anything like the people who show up get better at that sport if, if you're considering a sport. So for sure. Dude. Yeah. And I, I we can go on forever and ever. Oh, yeah. We literally could take this hours. You know, we, we've watched and, and we're just students of CrossFit and, too. Like we're coaches, obviously. We're athletes. And, you know, at this point, we're just you know, enjoying the process and watching you guys enjoy the process is part of that. And we love seeing you improve. We love seeing you get PRs. We love seeing you beat each other. And the next day, the other person gets the better of you and this and that. Yeah. So it's like, it's so impressive. And, you know, we watched guys like Rich Froning, Matt Fraser. We watched, you know, women like Annie Thor's daughter, Katrin, Tia, you know, before that, Kristen Clever, before Rich, Graham Holmberg, James Fitzgerald, Jason Kalipa, Miko Salo. We watch these guys and it's like, dude, this is amazing. And you feed off that and you're like, dude, I want to take this into my own. It's just totally different. CrossFit is different. Everybody, I feel like everybody can do CrossFit. It's just, do you want to do it? Do you want to get better? Like, what is that goal? And Yeah, and I will say just to, to me put a bow on it too. If anyone's ever spent any time in our gym, even like a minute, you know that we're here to coach. Oh, fuck yeah. And dude. there are athletes... Um, there are athletes who I can name off the top of my head who come up before workouts and and, and and ask, hey, what should my strategy be for this? Totally. Like and I, I know I know their goals are they want to be competitive. What should my strategy be for this? Tell yeah. me, like what hey, how do I how do I link these to like what am I doing wrong? Like, hey, can you watch this for a second? Like that's what we are. Here I love to do. hearing that shit. And be aggressive. It and often sometimes it's like if you want to get to the next level, be active and seeking out the resources that will get you there. Like, yeah, whether it's athletes, us. hey, why, can you watch this lift? Hey, what am I doing wrong in this rope climb? Hey, how do I connect? Like, what am I doing around this? What, what do I need to do on this muscle? Up? Hey, what mo, mo, my mobility? Give me a drill to work on. Like, dude, we are here to do it. We're that's we were there and we can see that. Like, that's the beauty that of us doing this every day for years is that we can see it in like a second. And so we can help identify it. And, you know, we we are there to assist. This was a badass podcast. Like, I, I know I post on on Instagram sometimes like like dude this was a badass podcast this might be one of the best ones we've ever done real talk real talk and I'm not just saying that like I, I love talking about the CrossFit games last week and, and all that shit and, but this was a real like this was a real balanced podcast not trying to toot our own horn but on that note if you are not subscribed subscribe to our podcast guys gals thank you for tuning in I hope you have an amazing weekend hopefully I see everybody on Monday Unless you don't go to Never miss a Monday. Never miss a Monday, y'all. This life is crazy. Peace. left a hundred minutes causing your phone. I mix my drink with a couple of drugs. Spit in my face. Now you hate that I'm gone, babe. You're doing the most. I don't need somebody.